The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is Yolf Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. We kind of lied. We said that we weren't going to have an anniversary episode, but I mean, I, I don't think we could have let the year go by without one. Did we say that? I don't remember saying that. We kind of sort of said it. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Bones, Cat, Rob. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? I'm all right. All right. I'm having some issues. I got this new candle, and I think it's making me sneeze. Oh, no. I know. Allergic to a candle? I don't know. It smells really good, so I was real excited to get it. I don't know if that's what it is or not. What is the scent? Uh, it is the candle is called It Was the Boogeyman. Mmm. It's got uh it's from uh this company called The Smell of Fear. They do horror themed candles. Ooh. And that's I fun. really like the candle. I just don't know if that's what it is or not. Um, but it is um uh, sheets on the line, so like fresh linen and fall leaves. That's nice. It is. Hmm. It's very nice. But something's making me sneeze, and I don't know. I think it's that. Could you be allergic to us since you blocked us? It could be. It could be you guys. My body's having an adverse reaction. I already had to deal with Mikey once today. Wow. Yeah, it was glorious. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, um, we are here for the four-year anniversary of Slasher Radio, and uh, as Rob kind of just mentioned, we spoke earlier with Don Mancini, the writer of the infamous Child's Play franchise. Yeah. Came, joined us for our anniversary, and uh, chopped at us with us a little bit. He d- didn't have a ton of time, so he gave us a, a, a moment of his time to talk about the upcoming Child's Play franchise uh, TV series. Yeah. I, I think he was real excited to get to spend a little time with me. What's wrong with you? I think it was a real thrill for him. He was probably excited to talk about the child's play series. 
Yeah, yeah. no, I, it was a real honor for him. I think I'm excited that he got to do that. I wish I could smack you. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen back to this. <laughs> yeah. No, what? Don, if if you're listening to this, Don, don't listen to Rob. No one else. We, we don't either. So, you know, <laughs> ignore him. Don't We're sorry about him. Rob, and I'm sorry I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool um, getting a chance to talk to him. He's, uh, you know, he's uh, a horror master who's created an icon and uh, seen it through through all the years. So it was, um, yeah, it was it was a really cool chance to sit down and talk with him about this new TV series and stuff. We have to get him back on again to get a more in-depth thing because obviously the the franchises uh, I keep saying franchise the series is you know on the the verge of release its uh, release date is October twelfth mm-hmm. so uh, just a couple weeks away from when you guys are listening to this we have to have him on again in more in depth because I am so I don't know what it is about the Child's Play franchise but I am just like fascinated by it because part one of the things are like. It, they've had the same writer every fucking movie. Yeah. We've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been with it from the beginning. Uh, it was his creation. His um, It's his baby. You know, we talked about that in the interview. Like, uh, you know, can you imagine? Did you imagine 30 years later, you'd still be working on the same story and the same character and the same world? And uh, I mean, think about that. That's crazy. I think we touched on it before, guys. Child's Play, lowest drop-off of any of the big franchises. It has to be, right? Yeah. Um, as I a think whole, so. Cat, no, I mean... I, how, do you, how do you mean? Uh, you know, like, a lot of franchises, like, tail off at a certain point. And don't get me wrong, you know, see the Chucky, not its brightest moment. That's the only one of the movies I don't like. That's what I'm saying. There's only one that you could really sit and question. Well, I, I still, I feel like the lowest drop off rate. I feel like it has to be Saw. There we go. I'm sorry. Stop. Just stop. I'm right. <laughs> Just because Saw starts on the ground floor no. and doesn't have further to fall doesn't mean it's the lowest <laughs> drop off rate, Cat. That no, Saw's great. Four years was a good run. That was great. <laughs> the only other franchise that I, I would say comes close to this is Evil Dead, and it doesn't have nearly as many movies. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got to put a minimum cap. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, they only had what, the three and then the remake? Yeah. And the series was great. You know, Evil Dead was phenomenal, but that's another one with Sam Raimi. I don't know. Did he direct all of them? He, had his, he was involved in all of them. He didn't right? direct the remake. That was no. Fetty Alvarez. He right. was a producer on it. Right, right. But the originals was all him directing, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 When you get the when you get the same people at the helm, you don't, you know, start wiggling like that. And and it can stay in a more consistent line. Uh cat's argument with Saws is, is an argument for another day, but I think the point <laughs> yeah, is cats acting like spiral and jigsaw don't exist. A spiral is spiral doesn't exist, and jigsaw is not good, <laughs> but it's better than seed of Chucky. So let's get that straight right now. Is it though? Yes. <laughs> is it? Yes. Uh, I've never I still to this day haven't seen Jigsaw. It, it's not great, but it is yeah. better than Seed of Chucky. <laughs> Well, well, what about the last two Saw movies before Jigsaw Cat? Because I don't remember them well at all. You really, you think great, great? Yeah, six was really good. Uh, and then seven was seven was like the campy Saw installation. Like it was objectively hilarious. 
Um, and I'm not sure that it meant to be, but I have a blast every time I watch it. <laughs> yeah, no. Mikey, I own all the movies on Blu-ray, so <laughs> <laughs> I can feel Rob boiling. I yeah, feel. I've got those. <laughs> He's gonna start to whistle soon. Got him, got him, own him forever. That being said, I, I like Child's Play is up there. It does not have I. It has a low point because Seed of Chucky is painful to sit through, but. For the most, like Rob said, that's the only one that I really don't like. All right. I mean, but again, that's an argument for another day. Yeah. But the point still remains, you know, like they, they, this is such a consistent franchise, you know? And I mean, it, it's just, I've always, it's kind of like Scream a little bit, but we've seen writers move and directors move. And, you know, that's more of a cast thing. But in front of and behind the camera, for them to keep that continuity between the team is so impressive to me yeah very special i can't wait for this tv series i rob i've been saying man for a long time this shit's gonna be really fucking good yeah i don't i mean we'll see i the thing is i you know i'm nervous about it transitioning to a tv series but we'll see fair. that's fair that's fair. The, and i and like scream is a is a perfect example everyone knows how much i love scream mm-hmm. you know it it didn't translate well to tv and not because it's screen but i think because of some of the approaches they did you know it could have been way worse i would argue wrong. that you're wrong i think that this scream series was very good i i think it was good hmm. but but i also don't think it was anywhere near the franchise yeah it seemed like just a, a like little side addition to the franchise to me mm, a redheaded stepchild side edition <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that. It was nowhere near to me. It was nowhere near the ballpark. But I, I you're gonna talk I, like that about something that has Tony Todd in it? Unbelievable. I, uh, 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 but see, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm talking like the first few seasons. They took a huge break and came back real mask. All right, but I'm talking the first few seasons on MTV. I don't know what the hell it was doing on MTV, but that's all another thing. But yeah, man, I it it I truly, truly, truly think this series is going to measure up to the franchise. That's how good I think it's going to be. I hope you're right. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it, and I just I hope you're right. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous, and I honestly respect them for taking that jump because it is a big one. But you know, like, it, and it's because the teams together. Like I know I keep saying it, but that like that's. That's the rope I'm holding on to. Every, there's a lot of people out there who are nervous, rightfully so. I get it. But I'm holding on to that rope, man. Did you watch the new trailer? Yes. Oh, mm. it looks so fucking good, dude. I cannot. Like, I'm getting giddy. Like, I really can't <laughs> fucking wait. I really like Chucky. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his little foul mouth. I love Chuck. Uh, guys, we did have uh, some people who were nice enough to send in some voicemails for us. Finally got their asses up off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Put down that bowl of chips, you son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, uh, so they left us some anniversary voicemails. And um, I, I put together a little compilation of them for us to listen to. Hey, what up? It's IR Chris. Just wishing you all the congrats on four years. And as always, rubber sucks. Pinhead's a bitch. Hey. And Leatherface tears the little shit's ass. Ah. Wow. Congrats and hope hope to hear more from you in the future. 
Oh, man, fuck you, Chris. Taking jabs at everyone, huh, Chris? Wow. Jesus. Hey, guys, it's Ghost. Just calling to say congrats on four very successful years of Slasher Radio. I uh, have loved watching you guys grow as a podcast and the direction you guys are taking. Uh, You guys are awesome. I love y'all, except for Rob. He sucks. I think that really adding me was probably the, the strongest addition to the show. Uh, and it's it's been difficult, you know, this past uh, however long now carrying this show on my back. But we're, we're getting wow. there. <laughs> oh, my God. How you doing, Slasher Radio? It's your boy, Neto. I'm out here on a lunch break. We wanted to take a moment to... Congratulate you guys on four years of being the coolest cats in the podcast industry. Imitated, but can never be duplicated. I guess I might as well throw a little shout out to Rob and congratulate him on his Lord Humphrey conference call castrations or whatever. But anyway, keep doing you guys' thing. I love listening all the time. And I'll keep doing my best to keep going jazz with Rob every chance I get. Have a good one, guys. Nice. But that's my boy Nesto. I thought we were sock buddies. Hey, Mikey and everyone at Pleasure Radio. It's Tommy from Brooklyn. Happy fourth anniversary. Keep on being awesome and bringing hard to everyone. Love you guys. See? See, that's how it's done. That's nice. That's polite, Nesto. <laughs> hey, Slasher Radio. This is Dunster the Monster from 12 Nights of Horror a.k.a. Don H. Henry, author of the upcoming ghostly novel series, Hollow School for the Dead. Just wanted to call my favorite horror podcast and congratulate you all on another killer year and wish you much continued success and many more years. I really do truly enjoy your show. It's my favorite horror podcast, so keep it up. Thanks. That was was a good one, too. That was nice. Hi, everybody. This is Nate from Patreon and Twitter. I just want to say congratulations on four years. Thank you for all the great content you produce each week for us. Uh, As a truck driver, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and I have to say you guys are my favorite. Just enjoy four years, and hopefully there's a lot more to come. Thanks, guys. Oh, hey, Flasher Radio. It's Will Dalvin, because I know you guys can't get enough of me. Uh, oh, happy God. anniversary. Congratulations <laughs> on making it this long, especially with a lot of you all fighting constantly. And uh, I had a question. Oh. It's uh, something you all can ponder. What is your favorite horror anthology film? Uh, maybe you've already discussed it before. I don't know. Mine would be 1972's original Tales from the Crypt with Peter Cushing and Ralph Richardson and all of them. I don't know. It's just something about the the style and the atmosphere of it all. I know it's a little dated, but I still love it. So uh, you can discuss that and catch you later. That's an easy question, right? Well, let's hear it. Creep show. The answer is creep show. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. Kat, what do you think? Uh, You know, 
That's a that is a really good question. Creepshow is a good one. Um, you're just trying to think of something else to piss me off, Cat. <laughs> ABCs of death, actually. <laughs> it's, uh, saw. <laughs> it's saw. It's saw. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it might be Creepshow. Um, there's another really good one called I, I think it's called the Black Cat. It's an older one. Is that the name of it? Where all the stories revolve around a cat. Have you seen this? Anybody? No. Uh-uh. Uh, it's a uh-uh. it's a really good one. It's got like Vincent Price in it, uh, and I enjoy that one quite a bit. I was actually thinking of Books of Blood, which I liked a lot. Always about books. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Clive Barker fan. What can I say? <laughs> what about you, Mikey? Um, I mean, I I think you know what I have a better way to answer this question. Oh, for Christ's sake. In an anthology. <laughs> an anthology. Uh, as much as my answer to this is probably pretty well known, uh, this kind of ties into our next voicemail, guys. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hello, creeps. Hello, boils and ghouls. It's me, your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. And John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, wishing Slasher Radio a happy anniversary. <laughs> you guys are a scream. <laughs> Bam! That's wow, amazing. That I like that. Great. Yeah. yeah. How's that for an answer? Will? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. It's got to be Tales from the Crypt for me. I'm sorry. I mean, John Casier, thank you very much for the voicemail and the well wishes. You are the man. You're a legend. I love you. The Crypt Keeper definitely, hands down, one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. That's a, that's a solid answer. I like the Crypt Keeper too. Cool stuff. Oh yeah. Also, did everybody else know that Nate was a truck driver? No. I did not. I, did know not. That. I bet you know he's got he's he's buried some bodies out in the middle of nowhere. You know he had. <laughs> I'm so glad that's why I oh man. I was so afraid you were about to do a manscaped read about trucks. No, <laughs> just... no manscaped read on this episode, cat. <laughs> well, that's what I uh had read and then <laughs> Yeah. But something about you and transportation makes me like jittery. <laughs> That that is kind of creepy though. Like Nate, Nate's probably you better stop sending him fucked up trades and fantasy. I didn't know he was a truck driver. If I'd have known that, say hey, you fucked up. You fuck around. I I'll get his name right from now on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't mess with those guys. Be like fucking what's his name? Uh, it'd be a a joyride episode movie about <laughs> your yeah, yeah. <laughs> rusty nail. Mm-hmm. Candy cane. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for the voicemails. That's amazing. Uh, we're nothing without you guys listening. I mean, you know, no matter how no, much. I mean, I am. <laughs> yeah, you're a cult leader. I forgot. <laughs> it's a it's an enlightenment members only club for enlightenment. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. I can't believe he didn't come up with an acronym cat for cult. <laughs> that sounds positive as fuck. Like it, it, Rob, you really dropped the ball on that one, man. Yeah, I didn't really think that much about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, come on now. But you've already gone so far with this. It's like it's too late now. You missed it forever. Yeah. yeah. Private members only club for enlightenment. Mm. 
but all right guys um uh yeah again thank you very much for the voicemails thank you very much for listening supporting uh we got a couple we had a couple patrons in there dami joined through her hat in the ring joined the patreon for uh the three leaf clover tier oh mm. well, well thank you for that dom now uh when you uh pick movies try not to pick crap okay <laughs> Damn, just, just like that. Somebody please, just for the love of God, vote for your next. <laughs> just like one time. <laughs> you, you know, not for nothing. If we ever just say fuck it and do your next, like, what's Ghost? Ghost isn't even going to give movies anymore. <laughs> like, well, she, she's just been riding this your next train for cats for months <laughs> now. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah, go, go check out the Patreon too, by the way. We're going to kick you over that interview shortly patreon.com forward slash slash your radio uh that's where you can uh there's many ways to support the show that is the best way to support the show we have tiers starting as low as three dollars a month we have an awesome community on there we we do so much we have the um lord humphrey um audio entertainment network yeah that thing you can get all sorts of stuff there including the best dating advice you'll ever get (laughs) sign up yeah, yeah, we have uh, a lot of different shows on uh, on the that agitation network thing that Rob has. Uh, that's where we do an extra weekly show. You can only get it on Patreon. So many different topics, horror topics, non-horror topics, HR meetings that we record and put out for some reason, <laughs> um, all kinds of stuff. Because that's what all the major corporations do. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine what Google's HR meeting would sound like? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The porn department's HR with Google must be insane. You know, Lord. Well, we also do watch alongs. You guys can join that. You can, and it's not even like you go on Twitter and hashtag and do that. It's like, no, you actually get a link. You join a lobby with us. We watch the movie together. They even have a voice chat, text chat if you're shy or don't want to talk to Rob. Um, That's uh, valid. We have, yeah. And we have hey. commentary, <laughs> commentary tracks to movies where we watch movies together and you can listen to us. All kinds of shit, even a tier where you get merch. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can also just buy the merch straight up. You can get a face or a shirt with my face right on it. You sure can. Unfortunately, you can. Shout mm-hmm. out to Will for actually buying the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can check out, check out our merch shop. Uh, that's at slasherradio.myshopify.com. You can also just go to slasherradio.com to check out the tab there. Some of the hottest merch in horror. I'm sorry. Did you guys did you guys tell William not to wear that shirt around his wife because she might leave him? We should have. Wow. Yeah. She sure might leave him for that face <laughs> being around. She sure might. I'm just saying, you know. You gotta look at she gotta look at this man and she might uh she might mm. come looking for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. With oh, that axe. is not what I thought you meant. <laughs> Just like if I see that shirt one more goddamn time, you can sleep in the car. Um, I mean, I guess that's a possibility too. <laughs> imagine if he sleeps with it on, like if it's his night shirt. Oh, oh God, I hope can it you is. Imagine? Please, God, will tell me that's what it is. Cat, just picture for a moment rolling over in the middle oh. of the night, and you see Rob's face just with that smile staring at. That's a oh, murder man. smile in the middle of the night. Ooh. We got to get one for Cat's boyfriend. No. <laughs> Coming soon, Rob Humphrey pillowcases. 
Yes. <laughs> Free body pillows. <laughs> yes. If if this keeps, I mean, we've been doing great lately. A lot of support. You got the listeners are fantastic. If we keep inclining and going upward, one day we're gonna walk into Rob's house and everything is gonna have his face on it, like everything. And that's a problem because why? I'm talking wallpaper, everything, <laughs> everything. God damn, that's fucking scary. That that's his perfect world, though. That's the sad part. He would fucking relish in that shit. Absolutely. I got, you know why? Because I got style. Mm, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, be sure to check out all that stuff. Support support the show, damn it. Uh, and indie horror in general. Uh, and enjoy this episode. Uh, this interview with the great. Don Mancini. I'm here. Yeah, I'm admiring your logo. It's very oh. cool. like Chucky is right there out in front. That's so right cool. in the middle <laughs> where he belongs. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? I'm well. How are you guys? Doing great. We're honored to have some of your time, and uh, we I guess we'll jump right into a couple of questions that we have for you. Okay, thank you for having me. And, oh, thank you very much for joining us. The one thing that I really, that stands out to me about your work, the Child's Play franchise in general, the upcoming TV series, we see a lot of the franchises that have longevity like Child's Play, and a lot of different parts move around in, in front of and behind the camera. Uh, how important has it been to you and your team to keep that integral family, I guess, together throughout pretty much the entire franchise? The family aspects of our franchise is really important to me and David Kirshner, who you know has been my producing partner on all the movies going all the way back to the 80s. And I, I like to think that it is one of the things that has helped us succeed. Because um, I, I think that it's it's very personal to all of us we really care about it it you know it's not just a job to any of us and yeah i i just i love that aspect of it i i i the older i get the the more and more i realize how how lucky i am to have this experience and that this is succeeded in the way that it that it has because it's not only provided me with my you know a job and a livelihood but i've also just made so many great friends over the years and there's nothing better than working with your friends on on a project that you're both that you're all you know incredibly enthused about it certainly helps make the long hours um more I, I was gonna say more tolerable, but it goes from tolerable to pleasurable when you're in the company of your own family, you know? And it's it's just great to be able to work with Brad for decades and Fiona and Jennifer and Alex and Christine. It's it's really been a blessing and I, I really feel really lucky. Oh man, hopefully one day I'll get a chance to work with a bunch of people I actually like, right, Mikey? <laughs> this is what I put up with. <laughs> Isn't it say there are times when, as within any family, you're like, oh my God, fucking. <laughs> I can't believe he or she did that. <laughs> I have a lot of those moments. That aspect of it, too, of course. 
Did you, uh, was it challenging taking the character of Chucky in this world that you've created from what has always been a film franchise and adapting it to the longer form sort of storytelling of a television series? Um, I wouldn't say that taking the franchise from film to television was difficult, any more difficult than it normally is per se. Um, it certainly comes with its own unique challenges of, uh, you know, you're dealing with eight hours of story. So there, that's a lot of moving parts, not just in terms of the stories themselves, the number of characters, but then also the number of actors you're dealing with, the number of writers, the number of directors. There are so many more people involved now. And you're going from a shoot that is anywhere on the movies from, you know, 30 to 50 days, depending on the movie, to 100 plus days for the TV show. Um which was almost like making eight little movies, really. So making this stuff, whether it's for film, for TV, it's it's always challenging. And this presented new challenges, but it also presented new opportunities and new a, a new kind of a new kind of story to tell, a new way of telling it, but a, a different kind of operation in a way that just was involved a whole lot more people and a lot more moving parts. It was really educational, um, at times daunting, um, but often really stimulating too, and really exciting. Yeah, and I, I think that comes through so well. We've seen a lot of horror franchises tra- transition into television. Um, you know, you can go down the list, there's a ton of them, but usually they come and go. And do you guys have any plans as far as longevity i mean i know a lot of moving parts go into you know uh, the back side of that stuff but is this something that you're looking to pursue long term or is there just a story goal you have in mind to get out there do you have any plans specific on that yet well sure you know i we certainly hope to do more seasons of the tv show and we have you know there are plans in place hopefully just in case the success warrants it as with anything, ultimately, right. the verdict lies with the audience and whether they want more or not. So it's up to all your listeners. So if you want more Chucky TV, watch this season, please. But yeah, we're we're ready and raring to go. I think I I really I love television. I'm relatively new to it. I I had co-written an episode of HBO's Tales from the Crypt a long time ago, 30 years ago. But other than that, I, it wasn't until I worked on Hannibal as a writer-producer and, and then Channel Zero with my friend Nick Antosca, who created Channel Zero and who is a fellow EP on Chucky. Um, it's a relatively new world to me, and I really love it. I, it's just a, 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 new way, a new way of telling stories and new people to bring into the fold. So I think it's been really invigorating. For the franchise so yeah if if people want more we're ready to give it to them throughout the film franchise you've done a, an interesting job of adapting and, and reinventing the character of chucky and the stories that you're telling like the first three movies are, are more straightforward slasher films and then uh you know the next two were sort of horror comedy and then you sort of went back to the straightforward horror stuff what what version of chucky are we going to get in the tv series 
Um, we, my goal with the TV series was to establish a tone that was similar to and consistent with the tone of Child's Play 2, which is the basically the consensus fan favorite in the franchise. Um, so I wanted to, uh, I wanted the flavor to be like that. I wanted it to feel like legit, straightforward horror that, you know, has a real punch and a real sting to it. But of course, Chucky himself is a, is a funny character and people expect him to be funny. So we're not steering away from that, but it's not Seed of Chucky. It's not Bride of Chucky, even though we do bring the character of Bride of Chucky back into it in a big way in the back half of the season. But I think tonally what people will find is something consistent with Child's Play 2. That, that's so great to hear because, I mean, as a as a fan of the franchise and the character, Chucky specifically, you, you kind of see him grow but stay the same, which I think is one of the best things about the, the franchise. Which kind of leads into what I was going to ask you, Ness. I seen that, you know, you guys did the reveal on the which design of Chucky you were going to go with. And um, right. I think I read something about, you know, I'm sure there's polls and all the, the these things that go into it. But what was it like deciding which version you were going to go with? Because, again, as a fan, that original is so amazing. But then you could look at like Bride of Chucky and he just looks so badass. Uh, how was that process? Well, to some degree, it depends on the specific story that you're going to tell, right? And right. given the story that I wanted to tell with the, this season of the TV show, what was appropriate was Chucky's non-scarred look, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's also where we sort of left off things continuity-wise in Cult of Chucky. At the end of Cult of mm -hmm. Chucky... He has succeeded in splintering his soul into multiple vessels. He's in three different good guy dolls and a young human woman. And anyway, those three good guy dolls were sort of fresh-faced good guy dolls that haven't been through the mill that we've sent Chucky through over the course of 30 years. So he kind of, body-wise, he kind of gets a fresh start in a way. So that allowed me to bring his design back to what fans loved the most which was his design for child's play too so that's what we replicated i hear a lot of fans that uh, talk about wanting to delve or wanting you to delve more into the backstory of charles lee ray is there any plans to explore some of that either with this series or a future project or something because i do think that would be fascinating oh yeah it's it's an integral part of this season um we, oh that's we, perfect we, oh yes we, that was one of, that was one of the things i was most excited about with regard to bringing the franchise and the character into tv is that having eight hours at our disposal was the perfect opportunity to go down some of those narrative avenues that this avenue that we're talking about being the origins of charles lee ray so yes we we deal with that quite heavily in this season Oh, that yeah, that that's always been a benefit. You know, your movie, you look at it and you, you say, "I have X amount of time." There's a lot of to squeeze into that bag, so that that's great for a franchise like this. Um, another question that I had was uh, uh, the characters that, and you know, more so the longevity characters. I mean, we've seen Andy come go and then come back into the franchise. 
Uh, the character Tiff has been so integral on the back end of the franchise. What was the, the importance level of bringing these characters back and the authenticity that we can carry over from the franchise into this, this TV series? Um, it was very important to bring the, the franchise favorite characters back. And it's something, you know, I've been doing for a while now. I, I brought Andy Barkley back in with Curse. Right. He had that uh, one scene, um, Easter egg scene at the end. And then he had several scenes in Cult of Chucky. And then in Cult of Chucky, we introduced a brief scene with Kyle, played by Christine Leese. So, yeah, that was just another thing that fans have been asking for. Uh, it was more stuff with those characters. And um, now we explore that. Now we have the time to get into that. Uh, th this is far from a complaint, but for for so long, uh, and it kind of goes back to, I guess, my first question a little bit. Why is it so important to you guys to give the fans what they want and keep that authenticity? Because the scene you mentioned with Andy at the end of Kurt, I mean, I jumped off the couch at that, you know, like it, it's it's just whenever you guys put something out, that authenticity is there in such a big way. And there's so little drop off throughout this franchise. Like, why is that so important to you guys? And I guess what kind of helped you not lose sight of that? I guess what keeps me on that track is that I'm a fan myself. I mean, I'm, I'm a horror fan. Generally, I'm a fan of lots of different horror movies and franchises, including my own. I'm a, I'm a fan of these <laughs> characters and so, and I engage with the fans in social media, and I, I think I'm very plugged into what they want. And a lot of times it overlaps with what I want. So um, I love these characters. And so it's really interesting to take advantage of the opportunity to revisit them years later with the same actors who play them it's just right. it's a really unique position to be in and i feel really grateful about it i just think it's a really interesting fascinating thing to be able to do is to imagine okay these characters that we first met when they were children it's 30 years later what are they like now and to be able to have the same actors play them and to be able to collaborate with those actors and get them to participate in it um, it's, it's really fascinating to be able to do it. And I think my familiarity, my friendship with these people allows me or, or just gives me a special opportunity to infuse the characters with interesting stuff. Uh, I feel like that was badly articulated, but I guess you get not that. at all, <laughs> not at all. Love it. When you first originally wrote child's play, could you have imagined that 30 plus years later, you'd still be talking about Chucky and creating in this world? Um, I dreamed it. I never, I didn't realistically expect that it would happen. But, you know, when I wrote the first one, I was in college in the mid 80s. And by that point, I was a diehard fan of Halloween and Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, all of which have seen several entries by that point. So as a fan, it's something I dreamed of, but I, you know, I feel like I won the lottery and that it really worked out that way, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mr. Mancini, thank you very much for your, your time today. We appreciate it more than we can put into words. And
Uh, we're definitely looking forward to what you guys put on screen. We're, we're very excited. Thank you so much. I, I hope you like it. Yeah, thanks for your time. <sighs> okay. The great not Mancini, guys. That Rob, that was awesome. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Son of a bitch. Can't, can't have nothing, Cat. You had to know. Can't have nothing. Is that not what you meant? That I did a great job? That's never what he means. No, it's not. Oh. You actually did a terrible job. No. Oh. He insulted me in front of the guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, somebody's got to say that stuff. No. No, you don't. You insult no. me in front of a legend. Hey, I'll speak my truth. <laughs> you sure fucking will. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, but that that was fucking awesome. Cat, it sucks you didn't make that one. Yeah, I, I was sorry I couldn't be there. Yeah, I was real bummed about it, Cat. Hmm. <laughs> At least she had a cute, adorable reason not to make it. Yeah, she has I, a cat with socks, kind of. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. Is that your cat now forever, cat? Uh, yes, I think this is my cat now forever. Yeah, I mean, I have a dog, and I still made the interview. What? <laughs> you didn't have to All do right. anything with them, <laughs> or her rather. Cat <laughs> uh, yeah, has a new addition. Cat has a new cat. That's I cool. do. How many cats you have, cat? Uh, a bunch. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh too many plus one and that's but... not a red flag for this new boyfriend of yours uh no that's yeah, fine. i want to need to talk to this guy at some point <laughs> oh god no, no. <laughs> i don't think so i don't think that's a good idea for anyone involved <laughs> yeah. has he listened to sexy time with rob yet he has not uh, uh he's not <laughs> a patron yet i've i've warned him that you guys will be able to see his name if he joins the Patreon. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we would, but it's, I'll tell you what, you'll learn some things, man. Dear God. Rate of thrust that you'll learn all about that. <laughs> Cat, has he seen the Rob face t-shirt yet? Uh, he has. Yeah. What did he say? Don't lie. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he, luckily I was not there when he saw uh. it. Um, <laughs> Because he saw it on Twitter first. She's stalking me? He's st- <laughs> uh, my boyfriend is Rob's Twitter stalker, Radio Rob123. Uh, you can find him on TikTok. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. You're dating that son of a bitch. Unbelievable. That, could you imagine? I'm going to get angry messages from this TikTok guy like, hey, I don't know you. <laughs> I just followed him on TikTok. I forgot to do that, but I just did now, so. Dude, but you're not even going to message him. That's a passive. No, but it's a passive aggressive move on my part. You know what I mean? It is a power move. Yeah, I'm the actual radio Rob. One, two, three. <laughs> you're, you're a poser. This guy, he, like, he doesn't even post. He just has TikTok to look at funny videos and enjoy himself, probably on the toilet or something. And now he's going to look at his phone and go, "The actual radio is this guy fucking kidding me?" <laughs> he's going to think you came up with the idea after him, and he's going to be really confused. <laughs> uh huh. Well, I was saying, I have to put that guy in his place. Well, I was gonna be like, I was Ro- Radio Rob one two three at AOL dot com. God damn it! Yeah, god damn it! <laughs> yeah, uh, listen back if you're not familiar with that. Uh, that that's the thing I, I think about the show. A lot of um, horror podcasts, especially ones that are um, more movie topical, it, it's kind of easy to look at the movie title and be like, oh, I don't want to hear about that, or I do mm-hmm. want to listen to that. But I mean, like, I think our show is different because. There's so much running shit that it's like, okay, if you don't like a movie and you don't want to listen to that episode, which is a thing, 
Like our numbers do fucking bounce depending on what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, I do that with shows I listen to. If they're talking about some movie I haven't seen or something I don't care about, I won't listen to that episode. Right. Okay. Perfect. Perfect example now, Rob. When you do that, do you like when you do pick up if they like say they're doing Halloween, obviously you're gonna listen to that one. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you missed anything in between on their shows? No. See? Not usually. But I mean, look, the other thing is those shows aren't required listening because they don't have me. I'm the secret weapon. I'm the I'm the I'm the spoon that stirs the sauce. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're definitely quite the tool. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, man. Like, I mean, most shows like they'll just talk about the movie. And it's kind of a bland feel. Not all of them, obviously, but you know, we have like running shit to where you could skip a week, and like, there's a whole fucking running joke that you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, it makes it really great for new listeners. Well, they need to go back and listen. Uh, uh, on the um, on episode one, I think I told you guys, I put like a whole little precursor. Like, hey, I know you're listening <laughs> to this, but this is going to suck a little bit. So you might want to start listening around 150-ish. Start at The Exorcist. No, you don't start at The Exorcist. I meant to go back and listen to that. I'm going to do it tomorrow, damn it. I'm going to go back to when you were nice to me. Was I? Wow. I, I think you were. I may I have been on a little better behavior. Yeah. But I do remember he did something where it was like, ooh, like you got a little spicy at some point, I think. I got to re-listen. Re I'm pretty sure I said something negative about Rob Zombie. No, I'm pretty sure you said something <laughs> like Cat, even day one. I think he said something along the lines that like it was a pleasure for us or something like that. Oh, my God. Oh, probably. Yeah, that sounds, that like, sounds like him. <laughs> like sure fucking, but now I know. Then I was like, oh, what the this fucking guy? Wow. But <laughs> <laughs> here you are. Rob. I like the idea of uh, Mikey signing off of the exorcist being like, we're never having that guy back. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is me and Bobby were sitting there going, oh, wow, he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like Rob. Yeah. Rob, imagine if you never messaged me about that. We wouldn't be here today. I know. I know. Who knows where we'd be? You probably still have me blocked. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that seems the most likely outcome of all this. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, all right, guys. Uh be don't don't you dare sleep on October twelfth, child's play TV series. It's going down. I, I, I've been talking. I've been talking that shit for months. See, now this is where it comes. Go time. I've been talking that shit and blowing that trumpet about how great I think this this show is going to be for months now. Here we are. We're right at the at the crest. That's probably the wrong word, but you know what I'm fucking saying. Mm -hmm. We're right there. It's it's put up or shut up, and I am not at, talking with Don Mancini. I am a million percent more confident on my stance. What I uh, what I think is going to be really funny is when you forget to watch it. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's on a Tuesday, though. We I usually put the episodes out on Tuesday. Yeah. I might have to talk with Don about changing that. So that week, I'm going to be like, what do you think? Oh, I haven't watched it yet. And that's what you're going to say. No. That'll be me. I'll forget <laughs> to watch it. Yeah. No, I, and, I, and Rob, you had your questions, and rightfully so, but I just, I'm going to, when it is glorious, I'm going to talk my shit, damn it. I know you are. I know you are. When when Rob says, I can't wait to see this again, I'm a laugh. Yeah. 
I just hope that I remember to watch it because you know it, it premieres the same week that Halloween Kills comes out. Hey, you got uh, a couple of days. Yeah, I know there's a couple of days, but I'm gonna, you know, my attention is gonna be firmly focused on Haddonfield, Illinois. <laughs> what? Do you, what could you possibly do for three days to prepare to go watch a movie? You don't want to know. Uh oh. You got some kind of ritual shit going on. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> really don't. <laughs> That's a scary road to go down. Mm-hmm. I feel like it involves the manscaped underwear. Ooh, it might now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least they'll have underwear on. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out our Twitch. Um, Twitch is a lot of fun. We throw down mostly on Friday the 13th on there. I never streamed other than the test build. I never got on Dead by Daylight for Pinhead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, you need to stream as marbles. I tried to play marbles with you last night, and you didn't fucking answer me. Because I was focused. On marbles, on different marbles. <laughs> yeah, I had to get, you know, I don't have time to be talking when I'm playing marbles. It's serious business. Yeah, enough time to block us. Well, yeah, they're, they're, I can make time <laughs> for that. I think I was done with marbles by that time. Which, by the way, uh, everybody, I, I, I personally apologize that this didn't come up last week. Uh, Rob Zombie was a member of oh mikey you're gonna get us blocked again <laughs> it's worth it rob zombie was in slither and this was not fucking mentioned apparently he just did some voiceover work yeah but god damn it he was in that movie according to what i read uh, he does voiceover work in all of james gunn's movies it's like a thing really yeah oh, apparently wow. the two of them are good friends it are you telling me that rob zombie was in guardians of the galaxy uh, according to what i read he has done voiceover work in oh my god all of his movies so yeah rob zombie is officially part of the marvel universe yes <laughs> yeah yeah he was in fucking yeah he was rob zombie <laughs> hold on amazing ah where'd it go ravenger navi and then it cuts off do you guys know who that is no i don't know oh was that that little alien of course she knows that was on the ship. There were like there were a lot of uh, CV- CGI characters in Guardians of the Galaxy, so it makes sense to have uh, to be able to sneak voiceover work into it. They should have just had Rob Zombie voice Groot. <laughs> That's fucked up. They had Vin Diesel money. Though. <laughs> I know, can imagine, imagine all the money that Vin Diesel probably made on those two movies. Just saying, I am Groot. And all he said was, "I am Groot." <laughs> Vin Diesel's a genius. He really um, is. <laughs> he really is. How did he land that? I don't know. Well, because if Vin Diesel is like, hey, I want to be Groot, you don't say no thanks, buddy. Like <laughs> When he hmm. tells you how much money he wants to be Groot, yeah, you tell him to go fuck himself. There's yeah, no- <laughs> that's, that's when he comes back at you with, it's all about family. <laughs> I'll still tell him to get the hell out of my office. And there's yeah. nothing you can do when he says that. But yeah, look, Rob Zombie is Slasher Radio approved. He is. Yes, he is. Yeah, happy Rob. I mean, I'm all right with it, I guess. It's not, you know, it's not one of his hillbilly manifestos, so. You had time to sleep on this one? Yeah. Yeah, I've come to terms with it, I guess. <laughs> that makes me so happy. We cannot forget this cat in future. Oh, in no. Future. Yeah. Anytime a James Gunn movie comes up, we got rubbing it. 
That is hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh my god. Um, now I'm gonna be looking up James Gunn fucking shit just to see what Rob Zombie's been in. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, the Twitch. Go check out the Twitch. Uh, we throw down on Friday the Thirteenth. It's a lot of fucking fun. Um, uh, uh, that's Twitch.tv forward slash slash radio. Make sure you check out our uh, website where you can find everything: articles, interviews, all the episodes, uh, merch shop. You can even get to the Patreon from there. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. And on Twitter, we're at slasher radio. And I'm at Mikey's dead. Be sure to follow us, interact. We have a lot of fun. Do we, though? Yeah, we do <laughs> until you come and burn it. When people interact with us, is that, is that fun? Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Okay. Other than Chris shitting on all of us. I know. What the stuff. hell, Chris? On the anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have had it any other way from Chris, though. No, honestly, if he had called in with some sweet voicemail, I'd have been like, what the fuck is a Chris on? It, we would have all been afraid he was going to kill us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody medicated Chris. <laughs> Chris drinking again. <laughs> Stand back. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Rob, where are you at? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob 123 And uh, you can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the channel that I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. A binge. Uh, I, I just want to point out real quick. Apparently, James Gunn did uh, a TV series called PG Porn. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Rob's talking about um, PG Porn. All right. That's yeah. a lot of information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to just toss it here at the end. I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> like, could you imagine Rob Zombie being an executive producer with that look like? <laughs> anyway. Um, Alright, guys. Uh, thank you so much for checking us out, and all the well wishes on the anniversary, and we will be starting up our Murder by Numbers in October. Uh, actually, For the up- Lord Humphrey Cup. Oktoberfest! <laughs> It's been four years. It's great. <laughs> Good night from Slasher Radio. You two are something else. God damn. All the best of Slasher Radio podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.